Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Fam, Friends, and Magic, the Magic the Gathering podcast about magic and the gathering. My name is Bill Grennan. Everyone calls me Brasky, and today I am joined by the mighty Linguini, Caroline Cavanaugh, and the lady of the crease, Nicole Callahan. What is up, fam? What's up? One day we'll hey, have yeah. a video component, and you can see all the cute things that we do every week. Yeah, I know, it's going to be cool. I cut off Nicole. Oh, no. Hey, yeah. I figured... Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't even know if I should say it. Brass, no, say it. Intro again, intro again. I fucked it intro. up. Just no. <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah, sure. We'll totally, yeah. No, don't worry, Caroline. I'll make sure to take that horrible faux pas of the podcast and cut it out of the, and cut it out of there. Nicole, you're here. Hey, howdy. Hey, friends. That's better. <laughs> oh, I ruined it for everyone. I'm so it's, sorry. It's okay, Caroline. It's not like this oh. podcast has been around for, I don't know, 74 episodes. You know, are you going to put Oko over my swear? Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe. You know, if I have the gumption and time to do it, I think I might. Okay. <laughs> because gumption and time is something that I've been resolute in doing I, I it's not, it's not this new year new to focus resolution. on working on more things is to actually you know edit in more okos into this podcast <laughs> but that is a topic for later on what i just want to say is happy new year everybody happy new year, new year. we did it's it great it's fantastic we got a lot of stuff going on here how is how was you know l- l- here's the thing we had a wonderful mailbag episode last <laughs> week but but beyond that we had a little like thanksgiving christmas break for the podcast and so now we're jumping back into things nicole great to see you how's thing going it's so nice to see you too. And I will say, I'm looking at the show notes here and I see just a, a, a score through on Nick's name. Is that like permanent? Are we? Uh, see, well, here's wow, the airing our drama live on our podcast. <laughs> I know, God. Listen, our live podcast. New Year, I need new drama. What's, you know. <laughs> yeah, because here, because here's the tea, everybody. Here's the tea. Um, Hot chocolate. I knew Nick couldn't make it for this episode, so I, I just put an X out through his name, and I thought it was dry erase, but it's Sharpie, so now it's permanent. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. And he can't come back. It's okay. uh, he doesn't listen to this podcast anyway. So that's uh, he might though. He might actually figure it out. No, Nick will be back with us very, very soon. Uh, he's just taking a little break and obviously enjoying the holiday like everyone else has. But uh, beyond enjoying the holiday, I always like knowing how our week and really let's talk about our month and holiday, how the break has been in magic with the rest of my awesome co-hosts. So Caroline, as you as you are sitting there sipping on some delicious hot cocoa, just setting the scene for our podcast folks, giving them a an oral visual, if you will, right? It's a cute mug, uh, too. Thank you. Correct. How was your week slash month slash everything in magic? Yeah, so I was writing the answer to this question out, and I was trying to remember what I put last time for our mailbag episode. I literally don't remember what I said. But um, I think the only magic I've played in the last couple of weeks is the decathlon on Arena. Um, I didn't succeed in every event. Like, I would do a try or two i don't have a lot of time in my life but i did enjoy having kind of a a small amount of goals in terms of like turning on arena every day and checking out what the format was um i loved following twitter uh and watching kind of the tweets come in of like what decklists are working and then playing in the event and being like ah fire shoes and your stupid mardu shrines deck why did why did you do this to me <laughs> like like i really enjoyed seeing real-time effects from twitter come into this arena event and make it really miserable i mean totally fun to play um, <laughs> just kidding it wasn't that bad i wonder um, how many i wonder how many people have sat there and said the exact same phrase except instead of different deck just ah fire shoes you and yeah, you insert true. deck here ruining my format will you now look see <laughs> 
Um, and I'll, I'll say that not all the decathlon events were perfect. I think, you know, there were highs and lows, but I think the attempt was really cool. Um, and I logged onto Arena more in that, whatever, two week period than I think I have basically all year. So <laughs> if, if they have stats like that for every other player, it has to be a win. So uh, I think it was a pretty cool event. I think the actual resolution is this weekend. I think it's like cube drafting. Um, and then however many uh, t tickets or whatever you earned, you get like different entries into the cube draft. I think I have two entries. Um, yeah, I think it's cool. And I would love more of it. Nice. That's awesome. It, you know, I think we, we had an episode uh, a while back that was just kind of talking about the ways in which we engage with the game and like when we find ourselves more engaged with the game. And it's when... I think one of the things that we always find between like several of us was that when there are competitive events going on or just competitive things that give you goals to strive for that are beyond just like, you know, gems or otherwise, like you have like some big thing to shoot for, then we, then a lot of us end up being more engaged with at least the digital version of the game of arena is doing that as opposed to just like laddering, right? Mm -hmm. It's when you have these cool things to do, that's when you get more engaged with the game. That's awesome. Nicole, how was your week slash month slash several weeks in Magic the Gathering? Oh, gosh, there was a lot happening. I know I played in the Arena Open in the beginning of December. I think that was like the last like real serious Magic I played. I made day two and I didn't do so great, but, you know, did I did okay. I did okay. I got like my four wins or something. So I got some gems and that was fun. But it's been, you know, a busy month with all the holidays. So I've been kind of squeezing in what I can. Uh, I've been actually, when I take my dog for a walk outside, I've been playing arena. So I've been taking him for like a walk that's about 15 or 20 minutes, like enough time to kind of squeeze in a match, get my daily like gold and stuff like that. And today I took him out for the walk and we were outside. It was really cold. I guess my battery was low and I was in game three against, uh, J double R two, a known person in the, in the community. And, uh, Game three, turning point, they like were able to uh, counter my portable hold, like kill their creature, and my phone died. And I'm like, great. They're going to think that I totally am salt roping them right now. And where my phone just died, I disconnected from the game, and I felt really, really guilty. So <laughs> so this has been my therapy session for that. It's so <laughs> okay, so... I actually saw a lot of subtweets about this, Nicole, but I didn't want to tell you. Yeah, yeah. It's no, been all over social that. media. It's been all over social media. It was all over. It was like, does anyone know um, that that hockey player okay. fan? Yeah. Like, they assaulted me today. <laughs> it was like Lady in the Crease, but they put an asterisk in the A, so they didn't know they are talking about you. <laughs> See, Jim told me, don't worry about it, because nobody even knows who you are. So I was like, oh, good. <laughs> that's worse. <laughs> he knows that's worse. <laughs> <laughs> if anything they were just like you know they're being vague about it they didn't say lady of the crease it's like i got salt salt roped by a certain player maybe we'll call them man of the fold you know that yes. kind of thing like that's that's all it was and so you know it's all over twitter you're being put on blast left yeah. and right that's you know. what you get for walking your dog that's what I get for walking my dog next time he can stay inside while I charge my phone. Well, let's be clear <laughs> on something. Okay, this is actually a good topic of conversation. What deck were you playing? I was playing Mono White Aggro. See, okay, that is a sensible deck choice for walking your dog. That's what I, that maybe like needs to be something that we need to ask our folks on Twitter. If you are walking your dog or doing some sort of activity outdoors and playing magic, it seems that aggro is the best way to go, right? Like you need to be playing mono white aggro. You need to be playing something that's just very straightforward, 
end of the day, me go face, like that's what you need to do. If you are out there like doing yard work, walking your dog, doing anything else, and you're trying to play like epiphany decks or just, or just Azorius control, sorry, Mr. Toolshed, you shouldn't be doing that <laughs> while you're outside. Like Azorius control is not an outdoor deck. All right. You need to be indoors for that kind of thing. <laughs> indoor only use. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, my my week my week in slash like holiday break in Magic honestly has been a lot of not a lot of Magic, but in a good way. I feel like as much as I feel I got a nice little vacation in, I took some time off work. I was doing a lot of other things in life uh, that were wonderful and fun. So it was nice to just kind of come back and start the new year, kind of refreshed on on what I want to do with the game, like how I want to engage with this fun hobby that I do thoroughly enjoy in many ways. And so it, it was good. The one thing I did do is I like I didn't do a lot of I didn't do spring cleaning. I've done New Year's cleaning. Like with all the time I had off doing like a staycation, I have like cleaned out. I got rid of a donated a bunch of stuff, did a huge like per I you know, I asked myself, does this magic card spark joy? And then I, you know, decided to see whether or not I keep it. Uh so I, I ended up sorting all of my non-bulk cards and got them all taken care of in a way out of my like bookcase that I have, where it's usually like I they just stack up like piles like left and right which is one thing. So I got all of those things sorted, which was great. I didn't end up playing a lot of paper magic in my playgroup, thanks to the wonderful uh, uh, Omicron, Omnathcron, Omicron uh, variant of COVID, because two of my friends that I usually play with in that group ended up getting mild cases of COVID. So we only had the only way we could play or the way that we did play was on tabletop simulator that has like a, you know, a, a commander table. But my favorite thing about this particular table is that there's a red button in the middle of the table. And if someone does something that pisses you off or is very salt-inducing, instead of getting mad, you just press the button, and all it does is go, bruh. And just, that's all you need. So whenever someone else is like, <laughs> great, I'm going to tap three, and I'm going to play Aura of Silence. Bruh. Like, that's all you have to do. And it always, no matter what, you press the button, all the salt just melts away. People do nothing but giggle over and over and over again. That was... I think my favorite part about like going back to going back in a way to some of the things that we did to play magic virtually when, when COVID, when the pandemic was just starting out in that kind of way. So that was, that was fun. I tell you what I haven't done is I haven't played a lot of arena because standard is kind of boring to me and I don't have enough wild cards to make anything in alchemy and a bunch of my historic brawl decks got messed with because of alchemy so I can't really engage with the game in a way that I want, and I don't want to spend any more money on virtual cards that I don't own. So it's not one of those things where I'm just like, you know, planting a flag like, this is absurd and being mad about that kind of thing. But it was literally just a point for me where I looked at it and just said, I'm I'm good. Like, I'm not going to play the game right now, and I'm probably not going to play it for a while until something changes where I can at least find myself economically feasible like going back to the game and enjoying it in some way shape or form because that's the one thing i don't enjoy standard and every other part of the of the uh magic arena client is kind of locked out for me and it is what it is so i said okay that's fine so i ended up playing a lot more new player stuff on uh, magic online and i'll tell you what i played a vintage cube with that to with that token that we all got how did you had, oh oh terribly so bad so bad mind you i'm still like becoming literate in magic online so i'm like i'm like okay yeah oh these are my hot these are the you know the hot buttons okay cool okay 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 shit i just missed my combat step crap go back no i can't oh damn it uh so i definitely threw a game that way um where it's like yeah yield tell 
yield till response? No, yield end of turn. No, don't yield. Stop yielding. Can I not <laughs> yield? Like that kind of thing. Um, so I ended up trying to, here's what happened. So what, what, ha what happened was, is I essentially got all of the pieces of the Kiki Jiki combo deck, like very early on. And then blue and red ended up being massively cut for me. So I ended up drafting a lot of white and it ended up being this white red aggro deck with a Kiki Jiki combo sub theme. Really great, well-built deck, let me tell you. And, I'll, you know, I got pretty close with a few games. I All of them went, you know, the distance, but I ended up going 0-3. That's okay. It was fun to see how everything was going, except for the fact that I lost to two actually well-built Kiki Jiki decks, and that was what was salt-inducing. Like, oh. oh, look at you there actually building decks the correct way. How dare you, person who has been on Moto probably longer than me for uh, several days? You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> But it was fun. I had a good time. It was engaging the game in the right way for me, which is what I really enjoy, which is really what this podcast is all about. But this podcast is also about several other things, including wonderful topics and fun activities. And Caroline, we had uh, a wonderful mailbag uh, episode, the last episode that we had come out with uh, several wonderful pieces of mail from our listeners, uh, all of them with various names related to the word Nick or Nicole. Um, and I gotta say, a coincidence. I know it's a, it's a huge coincidence, but I gotta say, what oh, do you mean these ones, these letters here that I still have? Yes, fantastic, great foley work there by my co-host, showing us all of the letters that we just had. By the way, listeners, thousands, thousands, so yeah, much. Yeah, my room is still messy from it. It could fit in a bag of holding. So the one thing that we did notice is that uh, I ended up finding this other list. It, it was it was something from a mailbag, and uh, the person in there didn't leave a name. Um, it's just it was sent from the Philippines. And uh, just has a lot of different initials that spell out the word Nick. But the thing is, is that it says for Nicole only. And I've just opened it up. And I got to say, Nicole, what it basically is, is a sealed envelope. And I've opened it up and it says that you now have to wager all of your brassy bucks. All of them? All of them. And Wait. you are going to be you are going to be put to the test. And I, listen, I don't make the rules here. Obviously, the fans do. Uh, you're being put to the test. You're going to wager all of your Brasky bucks. And I have six questions about Long Island that you need to answer correctly. Oh, no. In order, and if you answer at least four of them correctly, you will hold on to your Brasky bucks. But wait. what? what so, so I win that I get to keep my Brasky bucks? Correct. Yes, but correct. Caroline, I, you know, Caroline, Caroline really needs to like, if, I, if, if she gets six out of six, she can double her brassy bucks. Ooh, I like this. I like this idea. <laughs> yes. You have a chance for a daily double, but also we might kneecap you at the end of it. In true, <laughs> in true Long Island fashion. Right. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's happened before. Yeah. You can so either double your, you can either double your money or get kneecapped. So that's basically, I can, I can't think of anything more Long Island than that. That's some South Shore shenanigans. So. Exactly. <laughs> So this is what it is. This is Nicole Callahan, the Lady of the Grease, being put on the spot about the territory in which she resides, Long Island, New York. First question. Long Island is one of the world's most accessible islands. There are several tunnels and bridges that connect it to Manhattan and other New York City boroughs, which makes the daily commute easier for those who work in Long Island and live in other parts of the city and vice versa. There are nine bridges. How many tunnels? Oh, God. I have to get the exact number of tunnels. Is it, is it A, nine? Is it B, 11? 
Is it C, 13, or is it D, 5? It's funny because I didn't think there were that many tunnels. It's just connecting Long Island. I'm going to say 5, D. The answer is 13 tunnels, C. Wow. I know. And we and I <laughs> learned something today, right? Thank you to this mystery person from the Philippines who sent in these questions. This is fantastic. Listen. Next question. Yes. Rule number one, as a Long Islander, you never go to the city. So <laughs> that's for tourists. But go ahead. <laughs> okay. That balances out the question. I think we might give you the point just on that statement alone. Next question for Nicole. If Long Island was its own state, it would be the what biggest in the union? You would have the highest population density, but in terms of like general population, is it, you know, how big is this state? In terms, are you the fifth biggest state, the 12th? Like, what are you? By the way, you're not the fifth or the 12th. So this doesn't count New York City, but it would, it would, now the thing is, Long Island is is a couple of counties, but. There are parts of New York City that are all Long Island. Are you counting like Brooklyn? I'm going to count all parts of Long Island. Things that are technically Long Island. I think because I think Brooklyn's like Brooklyn is like if you don't have to get on a, you know, there's no tunnel. There's no bridge. A lot of Brooklyn is on Long Island. But <laughs> but there's a are that's a, have people that's from a, Brooklyn calling in to complain. <laughs> a point of contention. Like yeah. people will be like, Brooklyn is not Long Island; it's the city. Yeah, I think you're going to get us some haters. I'm, I'm going to catch new some heat for these questions. <laughs> new magic card from Kamigawa. It's a legendary land, contentious Brooklyn. That's what that is. Um, I am going to say, I'll say ninth. Ninth, close. Thirteenth. Thirteenth. Fantastic. Well done. That's fine. That's okay. That's that's close. (laughs) Now, this is the next one for you. Luckily, this one is true or false. True or false. Oh, good. (laughs) There are two parts to this. So hopefully both of them are true, or at least one of them is false. There are 10 islands in the United States that are physically larger than Long Island, but Long Island is larger than the state of Rhode Island. Huh? I'm going to say that's true. You are correct. It is true. There are 10 islands in the United States that are physically larger than Long Island, but Long Island itself is larger than the state of Rhode Island because it's just a road. It's not that long. Now, the next one is going to be your arts and culture section. Oh, gosh. Which of, which of these bands is not from Long Island? Dream Theater, Twisted Sister, Blue Oyster Cult, Taking Back Sunday, or Public Enemy? All of them are from Long Island, perhaps, but which Twisted one Sister might definitely not be? is because uh, what's his face was like came into our bar one day. Uh, D. Snyder. D. Snyder, yeah, he's he's like there a, a local <laughs> celebrity. Local legend. Yeah, there you there go. You know, local legend D. Snyder. Okay, there you go. Local legend. So we we've and checked that off the box. So you got Dream Theater. Off. So I know that Twisted Dream Theater, Blue Oyster Cult, Taking Back Sunday, Public Enemy. I'm going to say, oh, this is tough. Public Enemy. Trick question. They're all from Long Island. Oh, what? <laughs> you can't do that. That's, 
I reject that. Melander <laughs> would know that, Nicole. That's all right. That's not true. I knew Taking Back Sunday was, and I knew Blue Oyster Cult was, and then I knew Twisted Sister was, but I wasn't sure. I, 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 I didn't actually know who Public Enemy is. Not bad. So. Not bad. You've been all right. Well, the Mighty Linguini has vetoed uh, the the penalty for that last one. So yeah. right, now, you have one wrong, one right. And two questions left to see if you're going to hold on and double your brassy bucks or whether or not we kneecap you and take it all out of here. Now, Long Island's Long Island's Gold Coast served as the backdrop to this F. Scott Fitzgerald novel. The Great Gatsby. Correct. You are correct. That okay. is that is that is good. You are you're holding on here for dear life. Last one. Well known from books, movies, and of legend. Oh gosh. <laughs> what residence has had to have its address changed multiple times since the 1970s in Long Island? What do you mean? It is a it is a it is a residence. It is a place that people live that is well known in books, movies, and and fables and urban legends. And it's so famous. And so well known and so uh, infamous, I guess you could say, that it's had to change its address multiple times since the 1970s. I mean, the only thing I can think of is the Amity, uh, the Amityville Horror House. So I'm going to go with that. You are correct. That's fantastic. Good. Way to go. <laughs> I had no idea. So <laughs> You know why, Kevon? Because you are not a true Long Islander. But what no, we have I'm learned. Not. I'm excited for the next week, though. Oh, <laughs> actually really excited for next week because i don't know really about next week but i have a feeling now what next week is going to be so well, i don't i don't know either but i'm just predicting it's gonna be fantastic all nebraska and everyone's brasky bucks are gonna get kneecapped into oblivion <laughs> it's okay you'll Wait, be able to find them can i have them yes <laughs> I mean, wow well, you're gonna beat me up in the alleyway and take my brasky that is true that's what we <laughs> need right there <laughs> Thanks for playing the game, everybody. We'll look at a, keep an eye out for next week when we have facts all about Nebraska where Nick <laughs> inexplicably knows everything that he might need to know. Fantastic job. In the meantime, Nicole, you've doubled your Brasky bucks. Way to go. Like, fantastic job. You did a great job. We're very happy for you. We're also a little mad at the same time. How many um, Brasky bucks did she have? So what's two times uh, zero? <laughs> uh, two times zero is going to be, let me check, carry the five. Plus two, untap, upkeep, draw. It's zero. Uh, that's gonna be that's <laughs> good. Back lands spot to there. the right. Wait, yep. no, to the left. No, to the whatever. Wait. Whatever annoys people. Do you tap right? I tap right. I, I got, tap right. I got called out. I got called out on Twitter at yeah. our wonderful Twitter account, uh, fam <laughs> underscore podcast. Is is for the very simple fact that I do something sensible that I think other people should start doing, and that is the simple fact that I tap my lands. Clockwise to the right. No, right? yeah, to the right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. tap them clockwise to yeah. the right. Right, but it's that's not the problem. Lands like I want to tap my lands for mana. Great, I'm going to tap them to the right. Cool. That's, that's not fantastic. What he, that's annoying. So though. yeah, your land gets tapped to the right. Yeah, we, we get it, Brasky. So then, if I'm if I'm attacking with some with some creatures, almost all of them have open space here. They have names up here. A great so, visual podcast. I tap to the left, right? I tap the other way, counterclockwise to attack. He taps his creatures to the left. I might do something. I'm actually not sure. Ah! No, I can't. I don't think so. Maybe. He, he taps them the other way than his lands. That's, like, not okay. 
<laughs> not it's okay. Totally bro. fine. Not okay, bro. I don't see what the problem is. No, I, I think I also tap to the to the right. I think I do the yeah, clockwise. Yeah, to the right. my lands. No, see, yeah, I tap counterclockwise to attack with my creatures because it just seems correct because they're almost always looking in that direction. As I'm long not as gonna... you're not the play your cards upside down person, then it's fine. no. But if I if I have an archon of cruelty <laughs> on the battlefield because I'm getting into modern and I tap him clockwise, he's going backwards into my opponent. God, this is just not right, right? Thank you so much, and I'm so sorry, mid tier ramen uh, on Twitter for upsetting you so much. It upset them more than the fact that you know Caroline eats Kit Kat sideways. Yeah, which like, is really saying something. Right? Like, I, like, all I needed, like, after I saw that, I just, like, that's like a splash of cold water in the face. Like, I really need to evaluate my life choices and magic. Like, I need to I need to think about where I'm at with the game of magic. I need to evaluate everything. And in fact, you know what? Even with the new year coming up, maybe I could be resolute and make some resolutions to improve in the game of magic or do something different with the game of magic, which is what we want to talk about in uh, a lot of the other parts of this cast, which is what our new year's resolutions are in magic you know it's always a, a thing where yes we get it the new year starts and all of a sudden gym memberships go up and you know what i really am gonna do that one thing that i want to do maybe i'll start that podcast i've always wanted to and hey look at this this is where we are now but we also have things that we want to accomplish in the world of magic and that's the topic that we wanted to touch on for this week is what are our magic the gathering new year's resolutions and so you know i i think best thing we can do i think perhaps is just kind of go around the room a little bit and talk about what our resolutions are for the year and uh caroline when you think about what you want to do uh in 2022 in magic the gathering Ooh, between me that and you, a little bit. <laughs> indeed i just kept rolling with that oh, what like are that. the things what are the things that you might find cool to do in magic the gathering in 2022 Okay, so I created a little list of things I want to accomplish. So I'm trying to decide which one I say first. I assume we're each going to go around and say one. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, we'll do kind of one at, one at a time. I think we each have like like three that we're going to do. Okay, so I think the first one that I want to do is I, in general, will play limited because other people are playing limited, but I've not found my love for limited that others in Magic seem to have. So I've set a goal for myself for this at some point this year. I'm not going to say when. I'd like to reach Mythic in Arena on Limited at one month. Just equivalent of saying I want to play a dedicated amount of Limited in a month to just see can I fall in love with Limited. So that's like my that. first New Year's resolution. And that is something that even I kind of look at where, and, and Nicole, I don't know if you were similar to me on this, probably not because you're good at the game, uh, is, <laughs> is the fact that when it comes to limited, like I enjoy playing it, but like I am someone who is sometimes petrified of choice and if I made the wrong mistake. And so I look at limited and I'm like, every time I play limited, I have a good time. Like it's fun building decks and playing them and seeing what happens and all that kind of stuff. But when I think about playing limited, I'm like, no, I'll probably make a mistake and I'll goof it up. And I know I'm, I'm no, I'm going to make some mistakes and that kind of thing. And I end up not playing a lot of limited on arena specifically just because I psych myself out of the dang thing. And I, feel I like think a, a lot of people do that. Yeah. Though. No, I mean, yeah, Nicole, I mean, you jump, you jump up on that spot because like, that's the only thing I wanted to say is that like, you know what, Caroline, me too. I'm with you. I'm, okay. I don't want to, you know, I want to do, <laughs> I'm, not that this one of my three, but I'm with you. That's a great thing. Nicole, what do you, what do you no. think about, do you have that same spot with limited? I agree with that very much because like limited is really intimidating because it's just, you know, you see your 
you know, pack two, pick three or something like that. And you're like, oh, I think I should go with this card. But somebody else would be like, no, you should definitely not do that. Take this card because of X, Y, Z. And then, or you have a sealed pool and you're like, I built this black white deck. And you'd be like, well, your white's really weak. You should have built black blue. And it's just like, well, I didn't see that or something. So it it can be very intimidating and very like, you know, but to get better at it, you just got to play more. So. (laughs) Well, okay. So that's actually my problem. I am a very repetitive learner. That's like my learning style. And so constructed has always worked with me because I could sit in a dark room and just play like Tron over and over and again until I'm like confident that I can come out of the room and actually play against real people. Um, And you can't really do that with limited. I mean, you can, but it's not the same. I don't know. So. I understand. I understand where you come from that. The, the one thing that maybe, you know, it, it would be nice if there was something that I could do to kind of gauge how someone progresses in the game of limited. Like I'm not certain, perhaps the, uh, you know, perhaps a friend of the podcast, Jim Davis and his bronze to mythic series on YouTube would be a great thing to watch for myself because guess what? I actually do end up watching a whole bunch of that this Dude. past spot over the holidays. Are and I was like, this is actually really good. Are you going to write the check? <laughs> Yeah, no, I am. I am. Like that's okay. gonna be. I'm so hoping. Like, I'm you, hoping like, that we might. I'm just kind of banking on the fact that my Venmo one. just kind of gets pinged for some cash now that I just kind of put that whole spot I in there. Like it's gonna really be great. like write don't up a thing. It. Like, is he gonna sue us? For <laughs> no, no, I don't think he's gonna sue us. But you no, know, when I do send that placement, invoice, that's yeah, what it is. It's totally it's product product placement. Of a, but but be we like... said friend of the podcast. He we we aren't. We don't have friends. Like, we're, we're making a grand assumption of whether or not he's a friend of the podcast, really. I mean, he did say that nobody knew who I was anyway, so. Right. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm worried. I'm worried if he's insulting you. <laughs> we might not register at friend level. Can't wait to watch the next episode of Bronze to Mythic on Jim Davis's YouTube channel where he's like, yeah, I got mentioned by this podcast. I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> That's going to be the best part of it. Let's talk to friends, but I don't have any. So. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Well, beyond that, Nicole, what is your first thing that you're resolute to do in Magic the Gathering this new year? Well, I would like to make myself known within the Magic community. I would like to make the VML playoffs once again. Um, that's one of the things I actually didn't talk about earlier when we talked about our, our month, week, whatever in Magic. Uh, I actually, in the VML, went 3-0 into 0-4, and I had four weeks in a row were all win-and-ins for the VML playoffs, and I just, like, couldn't convert any single one of them. So it was pretty mm-hmm. painful. So I'm just like, you know, I've been left chipped on my shoulder, need to, like, get back out there and just make the playoffs this time around sometime this year at some point, which I'm sure there'll be many more seasons to happen, even though maybe we haven't announced any of them yet. So <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Well, that's, but that's a good one to have of just like, of just like, we're still yeah, doing so the close. VML thing. That's still we, a thing. Are we allowed to? I don't that's know. Exciting. No, I, I just like meant, to. Are, I meant, are we still, do, <laughs> we're still doing things? That's fun. Yeah. We're still doing stuff. We're still putting together competitive people things. Still, like, people still sign up for that. Cool. They do, my gosh! In, in fact, they just there's so many people, and it's actually thoroughly enjoyable to watch those matches on Twitch TV when you can find the Venus Mercury League or uh, at YouTube. Yeah. I'm just yes. trying to get money out of anyone I know. <laughs> I'm just trying to get money out of all of my friends now. That's all I'm gonna do. Even people that aren't my friends that I just know as acquaintances. I'm just gonna drop that. I'm just gonna drop all of them. Just gonna is it, the fact if yeah, I think if we name drop more often, more people will listen to the podcast. That's gonna be the biggest spot. Like I'm gonna start adding them. Like so far, I'm gonna add Fire Shoes. Jim Davis, the Venus Mercury League. Um, we'll find anything else and just we'll at them on Twitter when we post this episode just to see if they'll listen to it. Like, that's going to be great. I like it. I'm, yeah. I'm down for that. 
Yeah. Can you do it from your personal account? <laughs> no, it's gonna be the friends and burner. Like, yeah, can you make like a fake one so we don't have the group? It's the, yeah, it's the it's the it's the it's the set up private friends only. Okay, the, okay, here, here here's what I'm saying. Okay, the only problem is that for like a couple days, and I don't know what it was from, but I kept getting tagged in these tweets. Basically, the tweets would just be like tagging a million people, and it was telling them to check out this new cryptocurrency. And so that's just kind of what I'm picturing, and I really don't want you to do that. VML coin. VML coin. <laughs> no friends with fan coin. Oh, sorry, fan coin. That's even better. Oh. Now, million dollar idea, Brasky. Brasky oh. bucks becoming. Wow, Brasky bucks. Oh my god, we already have a currency. Holy oh, shit, Nick is missing out on so much. Great, the we Brasky. We buy so much Brasky bucks right now. It's gonna be yeah. It's just gonna be dollar sign Brasky uh, for Brasky bucks. <laughs> the new friends and magic NFT. Oh, uh, it's going to be up there with girlfriend NFTs and whatever that monkey thing is. And it's really going to take off. We're going to make so much money off of this. It's going to be glorious. Well, I have just added, I think, three New Year's resolutions to my list. No, you can't. Tasks are not New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Tasks are just how you operate your life, Brasky. Every day for Brasky, it's like it's like January 12th. Okay, today's New Year's resolution is brush my teeth. <laughs> Slow, slow down. I got to write this all down. Okay, good. All Finance right, awesome. the fan podcast forever. Learn, learn what New Year's resolutions are. Great. Fan I resolve to learn. I resolve. I resolve to learn what a New Year's resolution is. My goodness, but I do have like a New Year's resolution for this year, and that is uh, specifically to get into modern. Like <gasps> it's something I mentioned on the past podcast a little bit. I I have in my hands, and what I have done. I have my first modern deck. Tron? No. That will be that will be my next Esper modern Reanimator. Deck. Esper Reanimator. Yeah. Which also Clearly I if have... you listen to the podcast, the goal, you would I know, know this. Well he was saying about Archon, but I was still I got excited because I want Tron. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> so don't worry, Tron's Tron's on the list of other things. He I also did have a little last week that it was on the list of shorts. Of I also have this little group of cards over here in case I want to add Yorion and make it a uh, four color, not green reanimator deck that I've seen in there. <laughs> Adding classic. Wandering Mind and a few other things. Yeah, the classic. But that's that's the thing where I was looking at and seeing and kind of, I guess it came from like playing Arena and playing Commander of other stuff. Is I like the idea of having a stack of cards that I can invest in that uh, will be good to play with, not like top tier, but always be good to play with in some way, shape, or form. And I realized that Modern was a good spot with that. I looked at my commander collection and said i'm really not one i'm proxying a lot more in commander because my play group is totally fine with it and in most places i go through are fine with it so i have all of these cards that i'm not using much i'm not building a lot of commander decks because i have the six that i have and i like them all so i traded in and sold a bunch of my uh commander commander collection and ended up taking some other stuff and i invested into modern and so that's how i got myself a nice little esper reanimator deck and also invested in fetch lands so i have fetch lands i have you know some urza sagas i have some of the base lands and things next so i have i actually have two decks now so i have the good old esper reanimator and i have belcher it just seemed cheap, like ish for modern, and it just seemed goofy enough to to actually play the thing. I'm Hold in, on. Caroline. You're on, Caroline. You're on mute again. 
God, I was I was chanting one of us, so that didn't make it in. Brasky, yeah. stop muting Caroline. I was I'm like one sorry. of us. One of us. <laughs> so wait, um, I have a question. Yes. <laughs> Clapping is this new thing I'm doing. Um <laughs> for your Belcher deck, do you have the double face lands facing the land side or the spell side? Facing the spell side? Just oh, to just okay. to take my sweet, sweet time with Do you it. unfold it each do you like reveal it? Yes. Oh no! Okay, my friend plays with. Just Let's the be Lance clear. Field. Let's be clear. I have not. I have not played with this deck in an LGS or any event ever because that's my New Year's resolution. Is I want to play. I'm going to start okay. playing more modern. Okay. I'm going to play okay. modern. Sorry, in person. I got ahead of the horse. Doing horse. more cart? stuff like that. Of the cart. Yeah, you got You got ahead <laughs> of the card. You basically did the equivalent of tapping left. Uh, that's kind of what you did right there. So <laughs> that's what I want to do. I want to get more into modern. And next on my list is I'm actually I I am going to deconstruct my Kozilek Eldrazi deck. <gasps> And I'm going to build Tron. Have you told them yet? They, I have. And here's what the was thing. The I, chat like? I well, the thing was was the fact that the rest of my playgroup annihilate you. I know. I I just said, listen, listen. We're all going to hang out in the blind eternities for a little bit, and it's going to be fine. And when you come back, you're going to have a little bit of forest, and you're going to be able to do some fun things in modern. Uh, but I'll tell you what, my EDH playgroup is ecstatic that that thing. Like, hey guys, you know, all of I'm taking apart this uh, Eldrazi deck, and they're all like, no, stop, don't, that, <laughs> no, do it, like, why no. would you do that? Oh, no. so that's uh, that is my my first New Year's resolution is to is to get into modern, start playing it more, go to some LGSs, enjoy some FNMs, playing some modern with folks. Uh, that's my first New Year's resolution. So, Caroline, what is your what is your next New Year's resolution? Dude, it's perfect. My next New Year's resolution, I swear we didn't set this up, is to master a new modern deck. Ooh. So I'm just saying I could just put Tron down, send it over to you, and then pick up a new modern deck. I would no joke, no joke. I think I think I might take you up on that offer if you ever do it. But if there's if there is something you want to master about it, one is there a reason you want? Is it just getting away from Tron? One, uh, and two is there a deck that you have your sights on it? Like, ooh, maybe maybe this is the one I want to play. So it's not that I never want to play Tron again, um, but Tron was kind of my I settled into this happy place in modern. I tried a bunch of decks before that. I mono red boggles uh, Jund for a long time, Absen for a long time, and I settled into Tron. And I only played Tron pretty much after that for like the rest of my modern experience and now tron's not very good so what i want to do is find a new deck that i can like not just play like once or twice but actually master and then that way if that deck's bad i can switch back to tron but if tron's bad i can switch back so i have to like be able to pivot you know um and i sort of am cheating because i do have a deck in mind and it's currently the deck i'm playing um i really like the mono red in quotation slash white um like ragavan deck that's kind of been my style the last uh, couple months. So I'm going to keep keep it with that deck and see how far I can go and learn that. I like that. That's some cool really stuff. Fun. Yeah. Nicole, if, if, if you like, if you were going to jump into modern, you know, is there something you would want to play in modern? Is there a, is there a deck or archetype that you'd want to jump into if you're going to do that? Okay. So I think in modern, like if there was a deck, that I could pick out that I haven't like mastered yet because my, my second resolution is actually to play more Tron because it is my happy place. And I don't think I've made enough time for that. You know, like I would like to, you know, play the decks that I enjoy. Maybe Tron as more of a symbol being like play more decks that I enjoy and not for like the grind. But um, 
if I was just picking a deck to have fun with, I actually like Nahiri Boom in Modern a lot. I thought it doesn't work anymore. The maybe, Nahiri... maybe it does work. I don't know. I think it's it's still it's still good. It's probably not as good as it was, but as far as fun decks go, that deck has always looked fun to me. If I had to pick up another deck that I would hope that would be competitive, more competitive, I'd probably try out some some iteration of Goblins. Yeah, I so think. like, Goblins like, is legitimately good right now. Like, yeah, with, with the combo and everything, you know, like turn three kills and whatever with Kiki Jiki and all that, that looked like fun. So, but there's different iterations. There's like four different iterations of like decent you re- goblins. You really should have listened to the podcast before you came on. I don't know. <laughs> Gobos, what? It gets mentioned. Don't worry about it. You'll just have oh, to yeah. go back and listen. So many goblins get mentioned in the last podcast. So you're just going to have to jump yeah. into it. It's, it's just going to be. Great. It's crazy. It's as if you wrote the question. It's what? <laughs> great. That is actually what I plan on doing after after we. So before this gets published. I will have listened to the episode. We, we were thinking of releasing an episode of of just Nicole's audio of her listening to last week's episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it will be a bonus only Patreon episode. But we can no, 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 we overlap it, right? So we release both together. So you hear mm. the episode, and then you also just hear Nicole's reaction. Yeah, and if you play it backwards, you actually get a deck list for Nahiri Boom. Like that's oh what no, I thought it was. I thought it was the um, Declaration of Independence. Also, mind. yes. But if you type that in and play it back at a certain website, you're going to get a Brasky Buck NFT. By <laughs> so beyond that, uh, besides making NFTs and, and playing into modern and all of that besides good crypto, kind besides, of stuff, besides crypto Brasky, stuff on that side of things. Brasky, you, not knowing the difference between crypto and NFTs, but continue. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's cool. <laughs> Diamond hands, baby. Uh, the the best thing about it to the moon is probably the fact that on top of like learning a new modern deck and playing more Tron, like along with that side of things, when it comes to the gameplay of Magic, my resolution is to just get, is to really focus on my technical play. Is to really, because I'm going to start playing more in-person paper events if I want to get into modern and all that kind of stuff, is to really get get good, you know, the old, the old adage, but really study up and get really good on the technical fundamentals of playing Magic mm. about the right ways to play about anticipating and knowing who's the beatdown and doing all of those things actively. Like most times when I'm playing magic, I'm sitting there just feeling like, yeah, I play this land. I thought I wanted to do this since last turn ago. So I'm going to do it now as opposed to actually actively thinking about my plays. What does my opponent have? Why should I play this? Is this good right now? When should I play this land? All of the little tiny micro decisions are things that I really want to focus on and get better at in the game this year to the point where I might like actually focus once a month on one of those aspects. Like I'm really going to hone in on one other thing. That's what that's that's like my number two in terms of New Year's resolution. <laughs> you said number two. Um, can I ask for <laughs> can I ask for one additional <laughs> Do not cut that out. Can I have a <laughs> request on that New Year's resolution? Yes. Can you present to us on December 31st of 2022 a video montage of you trading up? Because that's all I was picturing this whole time. Yes. And it's just going to be that same song of like, live to win. <laughs> but like, you know in um, um, Karate Kid where he like puts the jacket on and takes the jacket off? It's oh, like yeah. that, but it's like you shuffling, putting the deck down and you shuffling. Yeah, it's gonna be like that scene in Rocky Four where Hearts on Fire plays, and I and like I'm looking in the mirror, and there's a photo of like my rival. I don't know who that is at this point. It no, might just... it, it's uh, Forrest, obviously. It's yeah, just a it photo is. Of it's true. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a card. It's just a basic land card in the mirror, and I grab it and crumple it up. Yes, K 
Okay, I, I'm. Can we put this in our calendar? I want this December thirty first, twenty twenty two. A TikTok of Brasky's trading montage. Thank yep. You. Yep. I think. I think that's the. I think that's that's the that's where I need to be, right? Yeah. I'm still just... hung up on the nickname Diamond Hands too. I kind of yeah. like Diamond Hands Brasky. <laughs> can you make a new? Can you make a new um, arena account that only gets the diamond and just stays there <laughs> every month? I feel like diamond hands are like the one the one land hands that you keep when you're mulliganed and you're yeah. like, this is a diamond hand right here, so it'll never get you to mythic. Oh, it's so, true. So just, you know, it's true. Like thing. that's what we're gonna do. It's like, hey, everybody, is this a diamond hand? This is a diamond <laughs> hand. And we just keep it and move on. I love this. I love every part of that. Can and then TikTok the rest of the be mon- called diamond hands. <laughs> yeah. The rest of the montage is just me like scrolling through a PDF of level one, the full course, just kind of like going through (laughs) stuff left and right. It's going to be great. That's what I'm going to do for my New Year's resolution. There's one more thing we need to do for our New Year's resolution. Caroline, what is your third thing that you want to do for your New Year's resolution? Um, Two is good. Like, let's see. We don't need to no, talk hold about on, the third. Hold on, let me scroll down. Let me scroll down no, in the show notes here and see. We don't need to talk about it. We don't need to talk about it. No, it's fine. What do you two, want to do, Caroline? Two, two is such a good number. In the words of the mighty Linguini, one of us, one of us. What is your third New Year's resolution? Guys, what did you do? Wait, what did you do? I said that I would build a commander deck. <gasps> Look at this. I'm just, oh, I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy December for you. December 30th. Here we go, baby. I'll phone in my homework. You'll come, yeah, you'll come back with a five color Kenrith good stuff deck. Like, that's it. That sounds great. Oh, God. Tell me more. I'm that? No, no, no. Put it down. Put it I'm down. No. You're going to be playing a mono red Torbrain deck. No. Well, Niv Mizzet Reborn, maybe. That's oh, kind of Can I borrow your Goslock deck? <laughs> <laughs> you you would thoroughly enjoy that deck yes. as a Tron player. Anyway, no, legitimately, yeah. I I want to 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 check it out. You know, that's check good. I like that. I I think as the as the resident commander player of this podcast, the only thing that I'm going to ask uh, of you is just to a training montage me, is to do a training montage, but also to. <laughs> To consult me on what is the deck you want to play? What is the play experience you want to have? Those are the questions I have later on. I'll book some time on your Calendly link. Yeah, fantastic. All right. You can also you know hit me up. I, I do um, coaching question mark sessions. Like they're listed coaching question mark. Do you pay? So just, do you charge Brasky bucks? Because I got yeah, a lot. Just, you can pay me five Brasky bucks and I'll give you coaching. Like it's it's really just me looking at your deck going, going have you thought about? And that's it. Is like, this coaching? Yeah. Is this, is this holding butterfly? Exactly. And also when you do build that commander deck, like here's the thing. All right. When you do build that commander deck, we're going to have to convince uh, Nick to also build a commander deck and we're going to have to do a spell table game and I'm either going to live stream it. I'm going to record it. I'm going to do something with the four of us playing commander. I assume that Nicole's on goblins. I, yeah. A Muxus is my commander. Are there enough goblins? (laughs) Oh, uh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah. There are so many out, goblins. Bust that out going up against my Gavi Nest Warden Super Cycling deck. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. When Besides also getting into Commander, Nicole, what else is your last New Year's resolution? <laughs> well, I guess now now I've got a fourth one that's that's uh, build a Commander deck. But um, my third one's actually the one I'm looking forward to the, the most, and that would be to play more Two-Headed Giant with my son. Because um, yeah. I feel like, you know, we don't play enough magic as a family. we got, like, some Jumpstart for Christmas in the stocking and things. But one of the things that I miss most about 
uh, like pre-releases and stuff, there was always that one two-headed giant event and John and I would play together. Or if we tagged along to a, an event with Jim, uh, John and I would play the two-headed giant event on Sunday mornings that they always had. And it was just so much fun and he enjoyed it and I enjoyed it. And um, I would just like to do that. Even if we did it like in at home, um, we had purchased <laughs> a pre-release kit or two and um, – John and I were a team, and we played against Jim and John's stuffed Donkey Kong toy. I was picturing so- Karn. I, th- I was hoping you were going to say Karn. I thought it was going to be you and John. That's why I laughed. Oh, that was that was before we had Karn, but now Karn is the, the is Karn's the obviously the other. And Karn is just the rule with Karn is they must attack every turn. <laughs> I want to see. I just want to see a photo of this of all of you like looking intently at your cards and Karn just like like paw on the table like I I swing out. Like, that's all I'm doing. There is a picture of Karn playing Tron somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the Karn of the Weeks. So I'll have to post that when I find it. I love so. <laughs> it. I love it. And that's, that, but that's a great thing that also like reconnects to like really what this podcast is all about is like playing magic with the people you care about, playing a game that you enjoy in the way in which you most enjoy it, right? Like that's, that's really kind of like, I think the core of what this podcast is, is how we engage with magic and the ways in which we engage with it. And if jumping back into Two-Headed Giant with your son is the way to go about it, heck yes. Like that sounds awesome. If you ever need like, if we need to do like a virtual Two-Headed Giant at some point, like we need to do some spell table Two-Headed Giant, like let's, let's boot it up. It'll be fine. It'll be awesome. I love every part about that. Man. And for me, it's going to be the fact that my last one is going to be go to when it is safe and reasonable to do so freaking omicron is to attend a magic event is to go to an in-person magic event hopefully one where either you know nicole or caroline or nick or any of our friends at arc like gaming maybe are attending in some way shape or form that are around the area is to get that experience because i let's face it uh, I am the newest magic player to this podcast. And in a way, I didn't really start really getting into magic until basically right when COVID started. I was starting to really get into it, and then COVID happened. And so I have never had the experience of, like, I've played a few pre-releases at LGSs. I played one Friday Night Magic and did some Commander and that kind of stuff. But I do not have the in-person, like, magic event experience. I have one question for you, though. Yes. Do you have the little red bro button for in-person? Because if you don't, I think that would be a really good purchase. Funny you should ask that question, Nicole. <laughs> Someone in my Commander Play Group actually found a website. Like, we looked all through Amazon and other places to find the bro button. There was always the that was easy button. That's not that's not good. If anything, that makes more salt, right? It's sure. like, oh, yeah, I played, you know, it's like I play Smothering Tithe. That was easy. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. So we tried to find a bro button, and one somebody in my play group found a moderately sketchy website that was advertising bra bra buttons bought it never got the button and got his credit card information stolen (laughs) that is the full like as caroline laughs in like as caroline laughs on mute like that is the bra version of everything else it's like Like that, that is, that is like a true story. So if I can ever get my hands on, if there's someone who listens to this podcast. There's gotta be a way to code that that was easy button. Yeah, that, that has to be a way to like. There's nerds out there. I can make, I wanted my discord today talk about how they, they coded the Wordle, the, the Wordle website and how they found all the answers. So it's gotta (laughs) be possible. 
You can put a thing in a Build-A-Bear where you just like record it and then put Bro. it in the little stuff. Oh, that's what we need is a Build-A-Bear. Because if you're salty and oh my you God. push a Build-A-Bear, like you, how, you can't be salty anymore, right? <laughs> Bruh. Just, just, poke, just poke. It's like Teddy Ruxpin, except it's the magic version of Teddy Ruxpin. Right? Can't you make like, aren't there Star Wars one? You can make like the little Grogu one or something and make Ooh. it say bra. Like, I like what I'd this be is. in. I like where we're going. There's with like, do- like kids' dolls that mimic your voice. So it's possible. Yeah. Okay. So this is what I need. I need to make some version of Add an it awesome. Add to your New Year's resolution list. <laughs> also known as a task list. It's, it's, an amended, it's an amended part of my thing. I'm going to attend an in person magic event with a modified bra button. <laughs> any table, if I go to like a command fest at those events, I'd be like, hi, everyone. I would like to introduce, it's setting this in the middle of the table. Whenever you feel salty, please push its belly. So it will say, bruh, and that's it. <laughs> like, it's just going to be a cute teddy bear that says, bruh, all the time. And I think there's no way, like, oh, mass land destruction. Everyone's pissed. Bruh. And everyone starts giggling. Like, it's fine. Yeah, no, we're still, we're still conceding, and we're scooping, and we're going someplace else. But that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that I think is the best way to, to start off this new year. And that's what we want to do with this new year is doing all the things that we just said of our Magic the Gathering New Year's resolutions. And uh, we're going to be resolute in doing those things. We'll be following up on a lot of these montages. And at some point, I hope to get a commander game in with my fellow co-hosts because it's it's at the same time that I hope we will play them in a, in a modern match at some point. Maybe at an in-person Magic event with me wearing diamond hands like all of these things are now coming together my god but before we do that we also have to know if we're going to do those things people need to know where they can find out about us doing those things so caroline where can people find you on the internet and all the awesome things that you do you can find me on twitter at mighty linguini m-i-g-h-t-y-l-i-n G-U-I-N-E. You can find me on Instagram. I actually post the things. That's exciting. Uh, at The Mighty Linguini. And you can find me on Twitch.tv slash The Mighty Linguini. I stream on Wednesdays. I always have a magic guest. It's often Sam, but we don't play magic. <laughs> Fantastic. And Nicole, where can people find you all around the internet? Well, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Lady of the Crease. And I do commentary for the VML. I'll be doing, I'll be covering the second week of playoffs next week at twitch.tv slash VMLMTG. And uh, because this Friday will be Hi You and uh, <laughs> Caroline. <laughs> I forgot. I got you. I got you. Thanks, thanks for putting my plug in your plug. You got Wait, it. That sounds, never mind. <laughs> You might want to oko that one. Out. <laughs> the multi. I don't know if I oko it, it's going to sound worse than it really was. Thanks for oko in your oko. Like that's just. I feel like that's unnecessary censorship. New magic card, unnecessary censorship. Like what kind of what kind of counter spell is that? Uh, counter a spell that's already been countered. That's unnecessary censorship. Like that's. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, and if anyone other ever, if anybody else wants to find out about all the other great magic cards that I'm coming up with, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Brasky1142. And of course, you can follow us 
And you can, yeah, trust me, you'll, you'll be getting all sorts of great advice about NFTs and crypto, which apparently are two different things. All of that wonderful stuff is going to happen. But if you want to listen about things that are podcast related, maybe not, it is also going to be on Twitter at fam underscore podcast. That's where you can find out all about when new episodes go live. You can also make sure to subscribe to us on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on and make sure to leave us a review, whether it be just a few stars that you like about us or whether or not you want to leave us a full on review, we would certainly completely appreciate it. And so we look forward to seeing and hearing about what your New Year's resolutions are in the game of Magic the Gathering, and we'll be sure to hold you to them in montage form next week. We'll see y'all later. Bye! Bye. Bye.